Welcome to Move Left Idiots, a socialist talk podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Montarulo, uh, joined here by my co-host, Comrade Dracula. Comrade, what's happening? Cabin fever, baby. Uh, I've barely been leaving my house lately because it's just we've gotten such shitty weather here, so much snow and ice, and um, the roads have just been terrible. It's it's either it's either just like shitty salt, grime, dirt, wet ice uh you name it so i haven't been riding a bike too much um winter sludge right city winter sludge and i'm on the i'm on a horrible uh four four story walk up here in my apartment and you know every apartment in chicago has got to have like two different stairways to get to it because of the fire back in the 1870s um Mm. and there's an eternal one but like the there's the two locks on the door stick really bad and it's a huge pain and you know if you go out that way you got to go through like two extra doors to get out to the street. So if I got a bike with me, like that's just a huge pain in the ass. So it's easier to go out the door that goes down the fire escape. And they're more like a, you know, just outdoor stairway than a fire escape. The way you think of like a New York metal fire escape, right? Right. You'd have a little bit of trouble getting a bike down a New York. Right. Right. (laughs) Um, So yeah, we have sort of this, this hybrid like back deck stairway type uh, thing. Mm -hmm. That's really common here in Chicago. Um, and I'm on the top floor, right? So I get all the ice that melts off the roof of the building that then, you know, once the rain spouts have frozen up, it just spills over and runs down the side of the building and the stairs. And all of my stairs were just com- like, had a, were covered in a layer of like an inch of ice. Right. And like literally to go up and down, you have to use both hands to hold on to the side of the fucking building, basically. <laughs> um, <laughs> And I was like not leaving the house, you know, if I didn't have to just because right. of those fucking stairs. I'm like, this is crazy. Like, I, like for one, the building should be taking care of this. It's their fucking, you know. Um, but I'm like, you know, it, it, it literally it was just like thought to myself, if only there was a man here to take care of this. If only there was a guy who could, you know, throw some labor into fixing this problem. And I was just like, oh, yeah, I could I could do that. <laughs> so I got out my fucking hammer. And, uh, I just went to town fucking smashing the shit. And I figured like I had to do it pretty quickly. Cause like it, it, people are eventually going to go, what the fuck is that all that pounding out there? <laughs> right. uh, you know, cause like they don't see it cause they all live on the lower floors. Right. Um, and there's one other person that like, sh- you know, occasionally uses that stairway. It's on like the same little, you know, both of our back doors are on the same little porch level thing. And, uh, so I'm I'm just out there and it, like it's getting like each step down it gets thicker and thicker because you know that's just how gravity works, and at the bottom it's you know it's like a little kind of um, the stairway kind of cuts back and forth so you have like the the last couple stairs they're like triangle shaped so they're extra dangerous right <laughs> and there the, the ice is so fucking thick that I'm like I'm not hitting it and hitting it and hitting it and nothing's happening <laughs> not budging yeah it's it's so it's three inches fucking thick down there. Jesus. And so then I flipped it around and I, I started using the claw of the hammer to fucking right. chip away at it. And I, I didn't really want to do that if I was getting like close to the, to the wood. Cause I don't want to, you know, dent it or anything, but it's, it, it's like, and I'm also trying to keep the ice from falling off the side of the deck. Cause it's like, you know, I'm good 40 feet up anybody walking below, like I could kill them. Right. <laughs> so right. I'm, I'm trying to like, kind of like just keep pushing it down. And so finally I get it all busted up or where it looks like it's busted up. And I get a broom and I'm I'm sweeping it and trying to you know again keep it from falling off the off the edge, and you know I get all the ice down and kind of sweep it into a pile there on the um, on the I guess to be the third floor balcony there, and there's it's just like a 
it's, it must have been close to 300 pounds of ice. Like you, you could have filled like a full fucking cooler with, you know, these huge. So anyway, I felt really good about it, but it took about a hundred wax to fucking chatter. I just imagined I was like smashing car windows instead. Right. Fuck you, motherfucker. So yeah, that was fun. Yeah, it's good. It's a good exercise, though. Yeah. It's, just fuck, it's like fucking uh, CrossFit. It seems like something they're yeah. doing CrossFit. Well, if anybody ice comes, them, exactly. And anybody comes out like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I gotta fucking walk down these fucking stairs, and this ice is keeping me from leaving my home <laughs> right now." So, but nobody did. Nobody came out and said anything because they probably were just like, "Oh, there's a maniac loose on the fucking stairway. Stay, <laughs> stay in your apartment. And lock the door." <laughs> Uh, just you should have in the in the spirit of the Winter Olympics, just tried to fucking you know f- just go down on the bike, just like you know fucking uh, whip around the corner, hope you don't get yeah. flung off the third story. You know? Get my skates on and just fucking just wee do a little downhill. Um, oh, so man. yeah, we had we have some uh, Winter Winter Olympic sports to to talk about and how it yeah. relates to to the. Uh, regime of China, just general xenophobia and xenophobia in the U.S. Yeah, um, yeah. So obviously the the 2022 Winter Olympics are going on right now uh, in China, um, and it, it's you know I I always watch the Olympics. I enjoy the Olympics. I'm not you know, and not even like for the way most people are like. Oh, I love watching the Americans win. Blah blah. blah. Like I don't even give a fuck who wins. Like I just like watching you know the the top like sports stars in like certain sports from every country just like fucking do crazy shit like especially with the winter ones you have like the snowboarders doing these insane things off of these like fucking big slalom you know like 1440s and all these crazy it's just it's just fucking crazy it's like fun to watch but um so you know NBC who always covers the olympics um you know ostensibly they they act as if they're covering it you know the nbc sports division like oh this is you know we cover this the same way we cover the super bowl the same way we cover you know the the baseball playoffs without the hockey play whatever um but it's very clear from watching this that they uh it, it's very much a state department uh sanctioned sponsored uh scripted event like it's very clear watching especially you know i was I mean, watching the, the coverage is not the event itself of the Olympics. no 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 of course yeah no the events the event's great i mean the event's cool because every year you kind of get to or every you know two years i guess you get to see the interesting way that whatever the host country is decides to kind of you know open the ceremonies like this year china did a really cool um really like just artistic uh opening ceremony and they had this giant fucking floor that was all it was just like this giant led screen or thousands of leds you know who, i don't even know how the fuck they build these things but i mean it was literally the it's size magic. of like it's just magic at that point right <laughs> it, it's fucking nuts and it was literally the size of like an entire like nhl hockey rink and it was all a fucking led screen where they could just project really cool like 3d you know images basically like uh, trick your brain into thinking they're 3d based on the way it, they shoot it and it's and it was just really cool and they had people you know with all these like lights and shit and, and they brought out a big fucking block of ice and just projected like video onto the actual like 50 foot block of ice. It, it was cool as fuck um but so i'm watching this and it's really majestic and it's got this great orchestral music and the whole time 
it, it, you, you just hear, you know, Mike Tirico under his breath. Oh, well, you know, the regime in China is very hypocritical because, uh, you know, the, the, the China wants to highlight their like just just muttering and like 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 <laughs> negging them the entire <laughs> fight. I'm like, shut the fuck up. I want to watch the opening. Se- I mean, they're literally the, one major highlight of the opening ceremony is this just there's this beautiful tapestry of all the uh healthcare professionals and doctors and, and, you know and they're like well you know uh, china really wants to highlight their uh their their, their you know their public health uh measures you know it, it is in stark contrast though to the uh to the 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 draconian way and i'm just like shut the fuck up like why are they trying to politicize sports you, you, while like while these this fucking like artistic like would you do this during a play like would you fucking do this during hamilton like if somebody was like hey you know they're they're just trying to whitewash uh, americans like, like if i was doing that in your ear you'd like punch me in the face like you'd be like shut the fuck up like what do you do um and that's the only way you could watch it you can't watch it without you know mike tarico and these other fucking ghouls uh muttering over it but it was just so funny to me because they were trying to shit talk like the 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 you know, China rightfully wants to highlight their uh, success in battling the fucking pandemic because, uh, unlike us, they haven't let nine hundred thousand people, you know, quickly approaching a million people die of fucking COVID, totally preventable deaths. Um, you know, a couple thousand people have died in China. I mean, and you know, oh, they have draconian measures. Like, oh, you mean like they send free food to your house and like pay you to stay home and tell you like, hey, yeah. it's really bad right now. The draconian like, don't... measures of having a society that's in it, like <laughs> having social safety, net. like ninety percent, you know, compliance for things that like they never have to enforce because everyone just fucking gets that like this is, you know, like we have right. we have the means to do this if everyone's on board you know and you have like, the social responsibility to not like kill the elderly and the, the you know the the fucking uh, yes horrible pop people in in your population like god forbid you actually live in a fucking society um and they fucking understand that and they don't need to be told that and they don't right. need to be forced to do when, that when we talk about you know like the the social currency there you know everyone has like a social credit score based on just like the things they do in their life and it, we're like oh my god that would be so fucking terrible the, the, the thing is that we have that here too we just hide it there and it's also just based on money here like it's well, like it's, can you imagine can you imagine if a if some kind of a credit score prevented you from you know moving into a nicer house like what how horrible would that be <laughs> like that's well, exactly that's, but that's guess. the unseen hand of the free market that's totally unlike the authority that's completely open about how they do things like in china but you know they so mm-hmm. the, the, when you when you look at polls of like how many people in china support this this social you know credit score uh it's like 90 (laughs) percent they're like yeah we're we're fine with this this is right the ones who aren't the assholes like right yeah and i guarantee the ones that don't like it are probably landlords right so uh and i I have you know still i have concerns about that because there could be things that are done to you know minority people that don't like it that's unfair you know it could be like somebody just you know pull some strings and like suddenly yeah you saw that black mirror episode with um dallas howard right oh yeah that Bryce, was a Bryce Bryce, howard, yeah 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 that's a fucked up episode uh yeah and and, and that's like basically what we're moving towards in in this country too you know right um and just, but just uh you know it's 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 com- but at least even their system is based more so on like 
how you interact with others and how you treat people in the world versus ours where it's just like, how much money do you make? How much money do you have? What do like, what do you, you know, how much debt do you have? Like all this stupid shit that prevents you from, you know, actually like, you know, getting a fucking home because you just happen to be, it's it's just, you know, not a rich person in this country are terrified of that because it's like, well, if I can't go into a Starbucks and record myself, chewing out the fucking staff there and (laughs) go back to my, my pickup truck and then yell at my fucking YouTube channel. Like what, what, good as getting american anymore god damn it uh right. yeah, like, that's what they're like afraid brent, of but not but not a parody like the the, the people that brent is parodying like the exactly the, the people ones. that are are think that they should be able to be the biggest asshole in the world be you know just completely reckless and disrespectful to other people and then just drive away in their car and have no consequences right yeah. and you know how's fucking the people that are still not vaccinated just, right. just think that like, well, it's, it's my body, my choice. It's like you, you realize that you could infect other people's bodies and that's not their choice. Right. The idiot's still spreading fucking misinformation on Twitter two two plus years into this fucking pandemic about vaccines and their eff- efficacy. It's just it's I, I have no fucking patience for any of these motherfuckers <sighs> no. anymore. They're, it, they, they, it's just the the. Yeah, I, can't, I don't even want to talk about that. Somebody needs them. to tell them um, to stop but, acting like fucking children. And if if it's the, the communist Chinese Communist Party, then all the better. <laughs> so. Right, right. Um, so And so, you know, <clears throat> that really, and Mike Tirico is like, he's like the host of the Olympics. He's the Bob Costas of the Olympics uh, this year, I guess. I'm not sure what, what Bob's up to. Um, was he was he like a Me Too guy? I don't even remember. Like, I, or is he just like retired? I, Bob Costas? I genuinely don't remember. It's so hard to I keep track of all you know, that shit. It's it's like the the Mad Men like <laughs> meme of I don't ever think about. It. Like, <laughs> I, I have no I idea. Who the fuck right. is? No, maybe he's just not doing that anymore. Maybe he's not even with NBC anymore. But reg- or maybe he was. <laughs> I remember uh, when they were in uh, Sochi in Russia for the the Winter Olympics. He had like horrible pink eye, and it was like every night he would come on air, and his eyes would be like just redder and redder and then it spread to his other eye it was disgusting it was like oh my god so, so he probably was like i'm never going back to a fucking olympics home host country again yeah. um but it's probably his own fault i mean you know you only get pink eye when you're touching your fucking eyes when you shouldn't be after you touched you know wash your hands fe- fecal matter yes yeah, so. wash your fucking hands dude um yeah but uh so yeah no so mike Tarico is the host of uh the olympics this year and he is just I mean, it, it it was just relentless. I was watch I watched the opening ceremony and they kind of do, you know, the same thing they do with any sports event, sporting event where they kind of do like the sit around a desk and talk about it before it happens. And then after it happens sort of thing. And it was just nonstop fucking, you know, cynophobic anti anti China propaganda. I mean, they brought on these two experts and one was like a State Department guy and one was like allegedly a spokeswoman from china but she was like terrible like i don't think she was real like i think she was another fucking sp- state department person like it, she was not it's insane i have never seen the, a, a blitz like this um it, it's like now that everyone's the world's focused on china now we can trot out all of our fucking havana syndrome bullshit right right and right. It, it's it, china hosted the olympics like 10 years ago and it was not like this then like I don't, no, I don't, I don't remember I'm, this at all. And it's not like I just started paying attention to politics in the last, you know, five years or something either. But it's been relentless. And I thought, like, this is this is to the level where, like, 
so people got to start speaking out about this shit because this is insane. I mean, not that like China needs defending because like they're fine. China's doing fine. It, but it's just like I'm sick of hearing it. I'm sick of this just nonstop, you know, bashing communism, bashing everything that's that's not, you know, a Western chauvinistic capitalist regime. And, and I haven't watched Democracy Now! for a while, but I thought, you know, prepping for the show, I was like, well, if anybody's going to call out this bullshit, it would be them. But then I forgot that Democracy Now! is like they've always been anti-communist, even though they're like so stem type framing of everything and indigenous, you know, frontline community kind of whatever stuff. And sure enough, the only thing they had on there was like, oh, look how, you know, China's been violating human rights nonstop. And it's like. Like the, the human right. I can only the, imagine TYT right now. What TYT's oh, coverage of this looks like. Just so a nightmare. I have a bunch of different headlines here that I wanted to get to. Um, oh. Just the headlines. That's all I'm going to read. Um, but one of them, I don't think I have it here, but one of them was, was I would just type in the word China and click on news. And it's just wall to wall, like bashing China in the ever more ridiculous ways you can come up with. Right. Right. And one of them was this fucking guy, some like hockey player from Finland, who complained that China was violating his human rights. Oh God, I saw this. Yes, with the food. And I was like, Oh, how did they violate his human rights? <laughs> oh, well, he he had COVID, so they made, they put placed him in quarantine in a hotel, and all he has to do to leave is to test positive. Test and, negative twice in a row. Test, two, test negative. Test negative. Twi- 24 hours apart, which is like the standard. That's even right. CDC protocol. Like that's standard. And so his manager or his, his coach or whatever is like, well, we know he's healthy, but they still won't let him leave. It's like, well, if you know he's healthy, then why don't you take the test and have him test negative? Like you can't just, that's that, That's like, remember when, when they thought, we thought Biden had COVID, right? And they were like, well, has he tested positive? And the response from the spokesperson was, well, he, he doesn't show any symptoms. He's asymptomatic, right? And it's like, like well, that's that... not answering the fucking question. We see right through that shit, fucker. Right. So yeah, so right. I read the article and it's like, well, how were his human rights violated? Well, his he said his his hotel room was too small and he didn't have enough access to exercise equipment. <laughs> like spoiled fucking Western white people, I swear. And yeah, he he's like, well, they wouldn't let me order food from wherever I wanted to. And it's like, oh, so your free hotel room and the hotel food is, you know, not good enough and, and thereby your human rights have been violated because that's just the buzzword that everyone uses for China. Anytime you go to China and you stub your toe, oops, a fucking human rights violation right there. Why was why was that thing in front of my toe? <laughs> it's just it's it's just absurd and fucking ridiculous. And it, it cheapens you know, real accusations of human rights stuff with, you know, like, I, I still don't know what to make of all this talk about the Uyghurs and, uh, in China because we get fed so much fucking bullshit that I don't believe it, you know? And, well, like, and- if it is a situation that needs to be addressed or should be addressed, then, then okay, because China's not perfect, no country's perfect, but it, if, if I'm told so much shit that I, I just tend to not want to believe it in the first place, then that's a problem. It, it reeks of like Saddam gassed his own people sort of thing. Like, like if it is even true, it's not something you care about remotely. You meaning you like the U.S. government, but no, I don't care. The, the country but, that that fucking keeps kids in chain, kids in cages at the border, and maintains a torture prison at Guantanamo Bay doesn't get to tell me anything about human rights. Not to mention the largest fucking prison colony in the world. You know, the entire mainland United States, but. 
No, and, and and I mean, every indication is that it is completely overblown or completely made up. And, and, and you know, again, it's one of those things where, like, if they had actual concrete evidence of it, they'd be waving it in our face nonstop. And we'll get to what, you know, what that looks like later on when we uh, listen to our good buddy uh, Ned Price. But that is like, if you had evidence of this, you'd be waving it in our face. And you aren't because you're exaggerating something or completely misrepresenting something that's actually going on because it's the one fucking card you have when you you know have a million things that you're trying to distract from um and it's just yeah it's so fucking tiresome uh there's so many little funny i I know you have some other headlines to get to but i i I wanted to mention quickly i don't know if this is one of the things you have in the headline but one of the funniest things to me is the coverage of uh eileen uh i think her name is eileen go she's a uh u.s born free skater uh free skier excuse me which is like you know like tricks basically on on skis you know like like big air free skier um and she's 18 years old she's american and chinese her father is american her mother is a chinese national so you know in theory she has dual citizenship and she decided that she um you know she said her whole life she's always connected just as much with her asian heritage or with the chinese heritage as much as she's connected with her american heritage and she is competing for china in these games so uh, right-wingers lost their fucking mind about this of course Um, of course because she's a hot young woman i mean she's just like she's a model she models in two different countries on top of being a skier yeah so and and the internet and she won just... gold and she won the gold medal by the way <laughs> right. so they're extra furious because like that's our medal what are you doing giving right. that medal to those dirty chinese like that's that's the implication and every and she looks white that's the other issue with it is like she's she doesn't look v- white to fair... me but she looked like she's she's she, she she's more half. white pass she's white passing i would say like yeah you know like she doesn't look like what every white racist considers a chinese person to look like you know what i mean so that's that's the extra reason why they're like what the fuck this fucking traitor they they called her a traitor they said that she should have her citizenship revoked which is uh illegal uh just just all you know it's they can't stand it's it's the aoc stuff all over again they can't stand when there's an attractive woman that does a thing that they don't like so they have to just fucking <laughs> go like she's dodging questions about her citizenship because china doesn't allow you to be a dual citizen so she must have revoked yeah she must have renounced her americans i'm like i number one who you knows know what other country doesn't true. recognize dual citizenship america yeah, it's, it's, america it's, doesn't recognize dual citizenship right right and that's why you're an expat when you go become a citizen somewhere else like because the america is as you know loses their fucking mind and they're like you can't you know that's why you know it's extra weird when lee harvey oswald who renounced his american citizenship got allowed back into the country after spending time in cuba and you know whatever it's weird. totally weird to- well, weird <laughs> you know those ruskies they're pretty sneaky i'm sure they uh you know brought him in on a boat and we didn't know anything. right no totally totally uh <laughs> totally slipped under their radar i'm sure but anyway um yeah, but so it, it was just so funny to watch their fucking meltdowns about this shit, and and she's just like, yeah, whatever, dudes. Like I'm, like she was like, I'm so thankful to my you know U.S. coaches and everything, but like, her mom's Chinese. Like your mother was born there. Like she fucking like you know it, it's like that's the kind she like to, and she yeah they don't like to think about anything being multicultural either. Like the idea that you are you know just 
the idea of the Olympics that the whole world comes together to to do a thing together they don't like, right? Like it's just we we want to America is the only place where sports is supposed to happen. Uh, unless it's, you know, we pull, pe- um, you know, athletes from other part of the world to come play for us, then it's okay <laughs> because then right. you're on the right team. Right. Which we do all the time in professional sports. I mean, we take, you know, quote unquote, Cuban refugees and Dominican, <laughs> you know, refugee, like for baseball, like, which is just, you know, kids that they fucking pluck out of the Dominican with promises of, you know, millions of dollars. And like, it, yeah, we're, we're perfectly content to, quote unquote steal other countries athletes but god forbid one you know who has dual citizenship willingly goes and you know competes for that country it's like god forbid she had she had a good answer though because she kept like all the right-wing report and you know they're all right-wing to some extent they keep pressing her about her citizenship and she's like um here's a quote from this fox news article which is just Mm. you know (laughs) incensed throughout The, the tone is just so incensed uh, but this is her quote. First of all, and I'm, a, I'm an 18-year-old girl. I'm a kid. I haven't even gone to college yet. I'm a pretty normal person. If people don't have a good heart, they won't believe me because they can't empathize with people who do have a good heart. So in that sense, I feel as though it's a lot easier to block out the hate now. And also, they're never going to know what it feels like to win an Olympic gold medal. <laughs> <laughs> Which was such a great, I thought, such a great fucking comeback to these idiots. Um, and then the little continues. Uh, so coming here, I really feel there is a sense of coming home, she said via uh, Reuters. I feel just as American as Chinese. I don't feel I'm taking advantage of one or another. They understand that my mission is to foster a connection between countries and not uh, a divisive force. So, like, again, just an 18-year-old kid who's like, yeah, I like it doesn't understand why these idiot adults are, like, you know, trying to start a fucking Cold War uh over the fact that she's competing for China. So I, it was just so, a very funny. So dumb. I know. Well, and then, and then the retort to that I saw was, well, she's making money from endorsements in both countries. So of course she's good. It's just like, yeah. And you know, when you're a young athlete, how much money like, does LeBron James make in China? If an endorsement <laughs> in every other country, like what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> well, also like when you're, when you're an Olympic athlete, like how many years do you think you're going to be able to have those endorsements? It's a very short window of your life that you're going to be at the level where, you know, they're going to come to you and say, Hey, we want to put you on our, you know, marketing campaign for this. Maybe eight years, maybe 12. If you're super lucky, I mean, yeah. you know, to, to even make it into two Olympics <clears throat> in, in a lifetime, astronomical, yeah. like you, you have better odds of winning the lottery probably <laughs> than, than that happening. So, yeah, I mean, it is again, it's just like cry harder fucking incels like fuck you. <laughs> Like I yeah. just, just so so don't care about your feelings here, um, yeah. but it is fun to watch them lose their shit. <laughs> um, so I, I did want to read uh, some of these headlines, yeah, yeah. and they, I kind of put these in order uh, of like how ridiculous they are, but it's it's just embarrassing at this point for <laughs> these major news outlets who. Uh, you know, it's it just like, just, just say it was written by the CIA at this point. Right. right. You know, it, it's, it's fucking laughable. So first one, the times of London <sighs> headline here, most unlevel of playing fields at Beijing winter Olympics subtitle. <laughs> Almost every nation has had their preparations for the winter Olympics ravaged by the pandemic. Every nation except the hosts. Oh, you mean the ones who have been adapting and actually <laughs> properly well, approaching the pit? They're saying that it's not fair that China has an unfair advantage 
because they didn't let COVID rip through their fucking society, through their populations. <laughs> and now they have a, they have a, a, a unlevel advantage over other athletes who are trying to compete there. That's, that's a real fucking op-ed from the Times of London. We, I mean, you saw that reporter who was tweeting out, like, look at how draconian this this hotel bar is, because there was, like, a, a bartender there wearing, like a, a, like, a suit and a mask and, like, gloves to serve the disgusting American reporters that were coming into the bar. What's draconian um, about wearing a suit? <laughs> so like, like a, like a has, you know, like a, like a keep, keep these fucking disgusting oh. American COVID people away from me. Like they have their bartenders wearing that. And I'm like, if I lived in China in a country that was like relatively COVID free and I had thousands of American disgusting Americans descending on me, I would leave my house looking like that You're every lucky day to get like- a bar at all. Like, do, right. do you, like, like in, in there's countries that we sell billions of dollars in, in weapons to where alcohol is illegal. So yeah, like yeah, most of the Middle East cry honestly. harder piece of shit. So, yeah, again, it's it's like so funny, three, 350 people tested positive for covid upon arriving at the Beijing Winter Olympics. Three hundred and fifty like and, right. they, and they knew the China knew that these people were going to be coming there unvaccinated. You know, just a bunch of fucking asshole. Not that they're all obviously, but like the Finnish guy. Clearly, if there's a hockey player from Finland who's not vaccinated, test positive for COVID, and bitches about the hotel room uh, not being big enough, like I, I guarantee that guy went there unvaccinated. <laughs> and, right. and no concern, you yeah. know, mask blows no. And but and like literally, 350 people with COVID could could exponentially explode their stats because their stats have been so low i mean that literally could double their stats in a matter of a couple of weeks like if you if you just let them in unchecked untested they're not letting people go wander around the city like they want to either and it's like well guess what there's a reason for that we're like prisoners here like that that's the other thing you keep hearing like (laughs) we're like prisoners it's like motherfucker you're lucky they had the olympics like they it's this country is like doing a great job of containing covid if you're you're complaining about feeling like a prisoner in china you should be saying to yourself what is this america (laughs) (laughs) right but it's just and, and uh, the other day too they're like people were like look at how fucking dystopian this is because the russian and again i don't even know what caused this and i don't know if it's come out yet but like apparently the so before each hockey game or before any event you have to you know test your entire team and, and submit the results to china uh or you know to the to, to the governing but whoever's like overseeing i don't know if it's the ioc or china, whatever you have to submit them basically to show like hey everyone on the team's okay they're fine to be around each other on masks, you know, breathing heavily, et cetera. Um, and apparently Russia, like, either didn't get the results in in time or didn't get them. I, they, they didn't get the results in, basically. They didn't follow the procedure. And so they had a game with Canada, and they ended up having it, but they all wore masks while they played, right? And Canada ended up still winning 6-1. to one. But everyone's like, oh, I bet you the Russians did this on purpose. They probably practiced with masks on and then didn't sp- submit their oh results on purpose. Who, who actually like, said that? Who said that? I, I saw it on Twitter. I There's a lot of reports. on Twitter. Okay, I was, was going to say if it was um, somebody who said it on air or something. No, no, but a lot of sports reporters have been like, oh, very, very sp- suspicious behavior from, from uh, you know, the, 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 these friendly countries, Russia and China. It's almost <laughs> as if they collude. It's like, oh, my God, you fucking losers. Like, you fucking, you no, think they want to play with Matt? Like, yeah, whatever. It, it's yeah. just it's such bitches. I mean, it's unbelievable. 
So from the Times of London, we're going to transition to uh, the Wall Street Journal. Oh. Uh, this is this is not related to the Olympics, but this is just another hilarious one I saw recently. Um, on China television, corrupt officials, corporate villains are bad guys. And that's in quotes. <laughs> Subtitle, documentary series on state TV that features public confessions signals more pain for private companies. Man, like, sign me that up. sounds fucking <laughs> awesome. Why don't we have that as a reality TV show in this America? Like, oh, 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 obviously, it's like the, the closest we come is like the the fucking C- asshole CEO does like the shittiest part of the job for one day, and then reveals to everyone that he was the CEO, and like then goes back to his yacht. You know, and that's, he gives like three people ten thousand dollars. It's like, look, everything's fixed. It's like you hey, pay your employees seven twenty five an hour. Like you fucking piece of shit yeah you i mean that's, a great guy don't go start in a union <laughs> right i mean it's literally like the the fucking michael moore joke from um i don't know if it's i don't even remember if it's bowling for column but it was one of them where he was talking to the producer of cops about like why don't you just do corporate cops like that's yeah, that literally what china man. did right right well originally <laughs> it, was, it was a clip from his tv show but they they ran the clip in the in the movie right so next one here is from the guardian uh, China bags Winter Games gold and a wrap for cynical ploy of uh, Uyghur, uh, Uyghur torchbearer. Um, host nation speed skating win overshadowed by criticism for using athlete from a persecuted minority to light the Olympic flame. Um, so, yeah, this this was like I was like, OK, so what's the big deal? Apparently, this is a huge deal. Oh, they wouldn't shut up about this. All, all yeah. the fucking State Department CIA people. So to, to explain it a little bit better, here's another headline from U.S. News. What message did China send by choosing a Uyghur torchbearer? And this one I'm actually going to read a little bit from here. So mm-hmm. the selection of <clears throat> Dinikir Yilam Mujang for the supreme honor of being a final Olympic torchbearer at the ceremony that opened the Winter Games in Beijing on Friday night was a huge surprise. U.S.-based human rights lawyer Rehan Assat, whose brother Epkar Assat is among the more than one million Uyghurs that China imprisoned. He actually said that China has imprisoned, but like from everything we know, that like that's no longer the case. Like they did the re-education camp thing, and they all let them go, right? So they keep trying to imply that they're all still in jail like right like they're all sitting in a rotting in a prison even though yeah which is like again like you said if they had proof of that they would show it (laughs) right right so uh epkar sat um was uh first aghast the pictures of yaman uh sorry butchering that uh yula mulajeng a 20 year old cross-country skier holding the torch with uh zhao Wen, a skier from China's dominant Han majority, both of them all smiles, reminded Assad of the half-Jewish fencer Helene Mayar, who competed for Germany at the 1936 Summer, Summer Olympics that Adolf Hitler hosted in Berlin. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, like... <sighs> really? Did, did China slaughter six million Uyghurs? Did, did like why are you why are you making comparisons to hitler so, here this is fucking right, crazy like i've never heard of any significant like is there a death toll like i don't understand like because all i hear is like oh well they're human rights abuses it's like are they like alive and like not in 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 
camps right now? Like, what do you, ta- I, I just don't under, it, it just, again, seems like, you know, a, a, a very big over intentional overblowing of something that, you know, maybe is not the coolest thing in the world, but it is also not at all what they're fucking acting like it is, you know? Yeah, no, exactly. And it's, it's just, it's like, you know, so they're trying to, what they're trying to say is that, well, they, they know they did a bad thing or they're doing a bad thing. So they're trying to just elevate this person to, you know, this, this, this honorary position to make like trick the world. It's like, just stop, just stop. All right. So another one here, um, uh, wall street journal again, China's forever war against COVID-19. That's the title. China's forever war against. So China uh, stopping the mass death of, you know, people due to a virus is the same thing as America killing 6 million people in, in the last 20 years in Afghanistan. Right. Right. Yeah. Again, I, I can't, I'm, I've been Googling. I can't find a single death attributed. Like what, what, what is, it's just, it just doesn't seem to be a real thing. They're, they're being accused of like an ethnic genocide as, you know, erasing their culture, which, you know, is not, again, not something I'm saying, oh yeah, that's awesome that they're doing that. But again, it's not that to, to use genocide is such a loaded word and they're clearly just setting up a pretense to further escalate with China. And I'm not even saying like, oh, they want to, you know, US wants no part of a fucking hot war with China, obviously. But it's just very beneficial to, you know, the Defense Department, to the State Department, to ev- all the fucking saber rattlers who serve to make billions of dollars in, in, in you know, <laughs> lethal aid sales uh, to to continue to escalate this situation and, and act as if, again, it's some, you know, massive human rights abuse. And again, you know, all you when you when you overblow something that's not really happening and and make it as if it's it's a situation where like well you're morally wrong if you don't do anything about it eventually you're going to get somebody into office who's too fucking stupid to not do something about it because they think it'll help them you know it, you know in the polls or whatever like it'll help their approval rating and it's just it's it's a very fucking dangerous uh game that they're playing yeah it's whole. just they're they're playing around with conspiracy theories so I want to read that last one again Wall Street Journal um get to the subtitle here that uh the, so china's forever war against COVID 19 likening <laughs> saving lives to killing people it's the same right. thing right so this guy the subtitle says australia beats a sensible zero COVID retreat <laughs> what so they retreat, just, they retreat just, from trying to stop COVID, right yeah a sensible retreat Sensibly. from trying to save our it just, but if you if you keep trying to save lives, that's a forever war <laughs> against the which, virus. Which, again, like that term, I don't think that term existed before. Like you know, people. I mean, it may have existed, but it was not in popular vernacular until people started saying that about Iraq and Afghanistan, or maybe even Vietnam. I don't know if people use that term, but like, it's like you're literally using the term that we use to describe the shit that you fucking ghouls do to describe like you know retreating saving from an lives. actual sensible saving public li- health policy <laughs> saving people's lives is the same thing as the united states killing people so right. last one here new york times china's zero covid policy is a pandemic waiting to happen <laughs> man that would be horrible if their zero covid policy turned into a pandemic that would <laughs> how would they react you know what's worse than the pandemic that happened here in america 
China's pandemic that hasn't happened yet. <laughs> the potential of a pandemic from actually taking measures to prevent a pandemic. That, no, so, that, that seems And then sensible. the subtitle here is just so like comical, just comical. New York Times, China's zero COVID policy is a pandemic waiting to happen. The world's most populous nation can't seal itself off from the world forever. That's literally what it says. <laughs> I don't know, bro. They've been doing a pretty good job so far. <laughs> you can't hide from the virus forever. If we had to not take it seriously and then have th- hundreds of thousands of people die, then so should you have I, to. I mean, this, is just, just, this is just the shit that you hear from people, too, who, like... It, don't take any COVID and like, I don't know if, you know, and I'm sure people listening, I don't know how much you personally have run into this, but like, you know, when you talk to people who, who are just like complete, like just completely no sell COVID as a thing. And they're like, well, you can't come on. You can't live your life in fear forever. What are you going to like, not do these super reckless things? It's like, no, I'm just going to like, you know, wear a mask when I go places and like, not like intentionally put myself in a super debt. Like, it's like, yeah, I can do, I like, I have no, Americans are so fucking petrified of sacrificing like m- like just even like the smallest modicum of comfort or or you know uh, like just base level pleasure that they can't even fathom doing something uh responsible that would actually you know like that that would slightly inconvenience what's, what's them or be thing? like less than the 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 term for like when you get joy from other people's misfortune uh, schadenfreude yeah it's like the opposite of that where you like you, we take joy in our own misfortune and get mad that other countries like you know anytime we realize that other countries have it better than we right. do right and then we're like but they should have to suffer too i you know i i, I get off on my own suffering and work right. in this shitty job getting paid little, no money and things could be better for me but you know what i don't want things to be better for me i want them to suck for everybody else so that i can feel superior without that's having just work to do ethic. anything <laughs> that's just american Seriously. good old fashioned american work ethic is oh working till you're dead and having 0 dollars to fucking you know show for it at the end i got to work that's four jobs to afford uh, i work hard for my money like uh, that's insane that's literally insane <laughs> right Right, or you could say that, but it's it, like, it, like it'd be like, oh, I work fucking hard for my money. Like, like you could, that's the way you should say that phrase. It's not li- not like you're proud of having to kill yourself always, to not like die. You know, always say that shit because they're using it to argue why people shouldn't have unions, why we shouldn't relieve student debt, why you shouldn't have right. universal health care. It's like, well, I had to suffer, so so should everybody else. Right. Stop complaining, Marxist. I didn't get free college, so why should people who have no money, you know, have a, a well, chance at fucking? You didn't get free college because you never went to college, you fucking rednecks. Right. <laughs> so. right. Yeah, by choice. So you probably could have afforded it back when you were when it was fucking two hundred dollars a credit or whatever, you know, two hundred dollars a semester or whatever. I don't need no um, money for college. I'd rather have three hundred dollars from George W. Bush. Weehaw! Remember that? Remember they got that three hundred dollar check and they were like, "Well, I'm going to reelect that guy." He gave me three hundred dollars <laughs> once, uh, right? Which is a great fucking. But by the way, great strategy. Uh, it, it would be nice if Biden could get the fucking hint and actually do that again. You know, that would be <sighs> considering his, his his poll numbers are in the fucking shitter. Maybe give us more we money can't than afford it, Anthony. We must like we've got to keep building the most sophisticated fighter jet known to man, known as the F thirty five, so we can keep China in check. Right. Um, well, it, it is a precision flying machine, to be fair. I mean, I, am, I, I feel very safe knowing that the skies are patrolled by those 
majestic birds. Anyway, in, in an unrelated news, I, I did, did what, what had the F thirty five on your mind? Just just out of curiosity. Oh well, apparently, uh, in one of a um, bit of a, a, a oopsies, we we crashed another military vehicle off the shore of China. Another one. Remember when we crashed that submarine and then spent a month pretending it never happened, and then it finally admitted that it happened, and China was like. How long are you going to keep doing this? Turns out uh, forever, apparently, because we're now being mocked mercilessly uh, on Chinese social media for <laughs> this F-35 that we crashed into the fucking ocean. Seemingly um, just skidded off the deck of this fucking freighter. Oh, yeah. It, it was like it, it was shooting fire out of it when it hit the deck and then it fucking landed on the water. And the photos finally got leaked. And the video of it got leaked, too. And we have a, a, a clip of that of uh barbara star on cnn uh narrating the video of this, this right. f-35 crashing so if you have that queued up let's uh let it rip yeah, i'm gonna play it. it's a re- it's a real john mccain special i mean it, re- it truly is but let's play this uh <laughs> and confirming the authenticity, the Pentagon is confirming the authenticity of a new leaked video showing footage of last month's u.s fighter jet crash in the south china sea what more are we learning about that Well, let's take a look at that video a couple of times. It is quite extraordinary. Leaked video of an F-35 crashing onto the deck of an aircraft carrier last month off uh, in the China Sea. I mean, look at that. It is really extraordinary. Thankfully, the pilot ejected. He was injured as well as six other service members on the aircraft carrier deck. The plane fell into the ocean. Now it will be a matter of some urgency for the Navy to recover the wreckage of the F-35 because it is one of the most advanced aircraft in the U.S. military (laughs) inventory. They certainly do not want it to fall in the hands of any other nations in the region, and that means they don't want the Chinese to get their hands on it. Be on it, Jim. Mm. Mm. Those sneaky those, Chinese. Those Chinese. Mm. That was a real, that was a real uh, interesting emphasis you put. It, it's just so funny to me that they think that the Chinese would would love to have this fucking amazing piece of technology. Piece of they, shit plane that doesn't work. I love how she's like trying to fucking sell the thing. Like, oh, it's just so advanced and sophisticated. You know, if only the Chinese could get their dirty little yellow fingers on it. We can't let that happen. <laughs> It fucking landed sideways in that video. Like I was like, wait, either it, the pilot is terrible. Either it was a, again a John oh, McCain th- special. Thankfully, the pilot ejected. Why is that thankful? Are, are you are you picking a side in this bullshit conflict, lady? Of course she is. Of course, right. So I, I was I was this was just like so over the top, and like I love at the end how they have to like really kind of mm, mm, hmm yeah, like it's just <laughs> comical. It's comical, and I they don't even know it, or they do and get paid enough they don't care. But so I, I pulled up her bio, and this is fucking hilarious. Woman's name is Barbara Starr, and this is just from her public bio on CNN.com, right? This isn't even like me looking for dirt on this person. This is what they're like proud of her for, okay? <clears throat> Barbara Starr is CNN's Pentagon correspondent, <coughs> stenographer, based yep. in Washington D.C., and appears regularly on the Situation Room with Wolf Blitzer and other shows across the network regularly breaking big news and delivering exclusive coverage on the U.S. military and political situations on a global scale. Really, that's, that's a funny way of saying imperialism. Right. Uh, throughout her career, Starr has made 
repeated trips to Iraq, Afghanistan, Syria, and the Horn of Africa. Ooh, scary places. Like, they can't even, like, list any countries in Africa. It's just, you know, that country called Africa. Well, she went to the Horn where it's, you know, dangerous right. and we're, we're, pointy. We're constantly bombing and fucking, <laughs> right, exactly. Like, you know, you know, the actual Horn of Africa is also called in modern times uh, is the Somali hey, Peninsula. Boom. It's the oh, Somali yeah. Peninsula. Yeah, nobody calls it the Horn of Africa anymore. That's like a very old, antiquated like. That's like a like a colonial trading route term, I think. Pretty the, much, like the Horn of, pretty like much sailing route, you know. Like, but if they use it to make it sound scary, oh, she went to all these scary places where the brown people live, who are savages and need us to, you know, control them with our bombs. So it continues here. In 2014, the Panetta Institute for Public Policy honored Starr with a Jefferson Lincoln Award for her work in journalism. Like, did, did you hear any journalism there in what she said about the plane? Yeah, no. no, no. no not at all. So uh, the Panetta Institute, you know who that is, right? Leon Panetta? Like, Le- like Leon Panetta, the former the Secretary of Defense Act? and the former CIA director. Right. G- gave her an award for journalism. I guarantee the former head of the CIA does not give out awards for good journalism. <laughs> good journalists get murdered by the CIA. <laughs> right. So, oh, yeah, God. again, and what, what the fuck is the Jefferson Lincoln Award for journalism? Like, <laughs> w- was Jefferson or Lincoln a journalist? I don't know. I don't think so. So you just fucking took two presidents' names who had nothing to do with journalism and slapped it on your fucking one of them was you a slave up. owner by the way yeah, one of them whatever. was a slave owner by the way yeah and the other one was like hey go wipe out all the indians now that the civil war is over just go right. kill them all go go do whatever you have to do out there it, it, so yeah they just make up these fucking institutes to give themselves legitimacy to give themselves something to do uh and then come up with awards so they can all go to a, like a big expensive event and praise each other and then right. later, you know, they go to the fucking the eyes wide shut orgy and then they bomb some kids in a country right. that they'll never go to. Uh, right. But Barbara Starr is going to go there, though. So uh, let's see. She traveled to Beirut in 2006 with U.S. Marines tasked with evacuating Americans during Israel's war with Hezbollah. I was like, that's a weird way of saying Israel invaded Lebanon. <laughs> it wasn't right. a war with Hezbollah. <laughs> war with Hezbollah, you know. The, the, they the, invaded the, the, an, a, their neighboring country. They invaded them. That's not a war with... Anyway, (sighs) let's see. Star joined CNN in 2001 from ABC News, where she had worked since 1998 as a producer for the network's news originating from the Pentagon. I'm going to read that again. Where she worked since 1998 as a producer for the network's news originating from the Pentagon. Not covering the Pentagon, but the news coming from the pentagon so again stenographer just whatever the pentagon says that's what we're going to say to the public like why even have fucking media at that point like why not just just broadcast the fucking joint chiefs of staff saying shit directly to the public you know it's not like right it's not like she's this like compelling like media on-screen personality that you just can't take your eyes off of like they might as well have the fucking chiseled jaw general standing there and doing the same fucking thing she's doing but it's it's, it's just a layer of deniability that they have you know i mean at least with the white house press corps like they get to ask their own questions this woman is literally just what what are my marching orders what tell me what you want me to say and i'll go out there and fucking say it um so we 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 wanted to get this other clip too 
speaking of state propaganda. Oh, this is a fucking doozy. Um, and we don't usually run clips this long for a reason, but this is one that kind of flies by anyway. But this this is Ned Price, the spokesperson for the U.S. State Department, uh, of which I was formerly employed in passport services, so I never had to work with people like this, thank God. Uh, and what's the name of the reporter he's uh, sparring with here? It's uh, Matt Matt Lee, I believe. Uh, he's, he's, he's a reporter for the AP. Um, he's, he's like an international reporter. So I'm, I'm just going to look up his name real quick just to make sure yeah. I'm not. So he was the guy him. that, um, several months ago when, uh, we were talking about some outcome of some election in Latin America. I don't remember which one. It might've been Ecuador. And I think it was when they did the coup in Bolivia, I think. Was that it? Yeah. I believe. Election yeah. coup. It's all the same really, right? <laughs> right. It's just, or, or and, yeah, our Latin American policy. Uh, Jen Pasaki said that the United States did not have any, uh, uh, any policy of intervention in Latin America. And he was just like, since when are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I, think <laughs> like, it was act- I think it was actually Ned. It was, he, he, he went back and forth with Ned about this. I think Ned was, was it Ned. Yeah. It, he, he's done it to, to Jen, to, to Pisaki too, but he's yeah. yeah Matt Lee. He's, he's a reporter for the AP. He's an old guy. So, you know, he's, he's, he doesn't have this like new, you know, news actor bullshit he's, he doesn't he's have any ladder old. to climb at this point yeah he's no he's, he's an old school journalist working for the ap international reporter who actually asks like you know real questions and it's amazing he hasn't has press a pass revoked but he works for the ap so i think that that would be real that would actually be scandalous if they did that even though i'm sure they would love to um and and he doesn't let their fucking obvious fucking cia state department narrative go by um Un, uncritically like he actually asks follow-up questions and you see what actual reporting like if we had actual reporters in this country how many wars we would have avoided because it, it's very clear in this clip that this th- these propaganda they're, these lines they're just of propaganda, making it up they're just making up shit but they and... crumble like a fucking sandcastle when you when you you apply the lightest amount of scrutiny and yeah. it's it's almost infuriating because you look at that and you're like, if you had 15 people like that in the room when they were doing the lead up to Iraq and, 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 you know, or any of uh, fucking Vietnam, forget about any of these wars, uh, they wouldn't have been able to get them through, but they wouldn't have got, they wouldn't have happened. They would have had they nothing. Have, well, let's, right. let's run this clip and then we'll talk yeah. more about it. Um, but again, this is a five minute long clip. It's a long um, clip, but it's worth, it's fucking so worth like, it. don't, don't forget that we're coming back at the end of it. Cause we will. <laughs> We will back for here. Sure, I so, so let's hear this but, uh, guy we're, fucking we're sit and enjoy. <laughs> let's let's watch this guy. Speaking of taking joy in someone else's displeasure, right? No, Ned, Ned sure. Price has the look on his face that like the Elliot Spitzer, Bill Clinton look on their face when they got caught lying about having an affair. You know <laughs> that, that that like right. extreme pout. He's got that look on his face for like oh. half this video. Okay, so yeah, let's play this. Uh, thanks. Uh, okay, well that's quite a mouthful there. Um, so you said actions such as these suggest otherwise suggest meaning they they suggest they're not interested in talks and they're going to go ahead with some kind of a, what action are you talking about one the actions i've just pointed to uh the what fact action? What? The, the fact that russia continues to engage uh in disinformation well, uh campaigns. No, you've made an allegation that they might do that have they actually done it uh, what we know, Matt, is what we what I have just said that they have engaged in this activity, well, uh, in this planning well, activity. But, but let me let me because, because obviously this is not this is not the first time we've made uh, these reports public. You'll remember that just a few well, weeks I, I'm ago. Sorry, you, made, made, made what report public? 
if you'll let me finish, I will okay. tell you what report we made okay. public. Uh, we told you a few weeks ago he that we have information indicating Russia also has already prepositioned a group of operatives to conduct a false flag operation in eastern Ukraine. So that, Matt, to your question, is an action that Russia has well, already taken. It's an action that you say that they have taken, but you have shown no evidence to, 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 to confirm that. And I'm going to get to the next question here, which is, what is the evidence that they – I mean, this is like crisis actors, really. This is like Alex Jones territory you're getting into. <laughs> um, what evidence do you have to support the idea that there is some propaganda film in the, in, in the making? Matt, this is derived uh, from information known to the U.S. government, intelligence information that we have declassified. I think you well, know – Okay, well, where, where is it? Where, where is this information? <laughs> It is intelligence information that we have declassified. Well, where is it? Where is the declassified information? I just delivered it. No, you made a series of <laughs> allegations and would statements. You, would you like us to print it out the topper? Because you will see a transcript of this briefing that you can print out for that, yourself. That's not evidence, Ned. That's you saying it. That's not evidence. I'm sorry. <laughs> what would you like, Matt? I, I, I would like to see some proof that you, that, 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 that you can show that... that Matt, you have that, been that, that shows you, that 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 you, shows that the Russians are doing it. Ned, I've been doing this for. a I long know that time. was my point. As, you as, you as have you, know. you you have been doing this for quite a while. You know I that have. when we declassify intelligence That's information, right. and I we do so in, in a means we do and so I, and, we do so with an eye to that, protecting that sources and methods. Is not going to fall. I, I remember a lot of things. So where, where where is the declassified information other than you coming out here and saying? Matt, I'm sorry you don't like the format, uh, but we have declassified format. It's the content. I'm sorry you don't like the content. I'm sorry it's you. I'm sorry like you are doubting just... the information that is in the possession of the U.S. government. No, I... I, what I'm telling you is that this is information that's available to us. We are making it available to you uh, in order uh, for a couple reasons. One is to attempt to deter the Russians from going ahead with this activity. Two, in the event we're not able to do that, in the event the Russians do go ahead with this, to make it clear as day, to lay bare the fact that this has always been an attempt on the part of the Russian Federation to fabricate a pretext. Yeah, but you don't have any, any evidence to back it up other than what you're saying. It's like you're saying, we think we, we, we have information the Russians may do this. But you won't tell us what the information well, is. That, and then when, when, that, when you're that, asked... That, that is the idea behind when, deterrence, Matt. When, that is the idea behind asked, deterrence. And when it is asked, our hope that the Russians don't go forward. When fucking when nerds. Is, you say, I just gave it to you. But that, that's not what... You, you seem not to not understand... You seem not to no, understand no, no, the idea of deterrence. We are trying to deter the Russians from moving forward with this type of activity. That is why we're making it public today. If the Russians don't go forward with this, that is not... Uh, ipso facto, an indication that they never had plans to do so. Uh, <laughs> but then it's unprovable. <laughs> My God. What is the evidence that you have that suggests that, that, that the Russians are even planning this? Matt, you, I mean, I'm not you, saying that they're not, but you just come out and say this and expect us just to, to, to believe it without you showing a shred of evidence that it's actually true. Other than when I ask, or when anyone else asked, what's the information? You said, well, I just gave it to you, which was just you making a statement. Matt, you said yourself, you've been in this business for quite a long time. You know that when we make information, uh, intelligence information public, we do so uh, in, a, in a way that protects sensitive sources and methods. You also know that we do so, we declassify information only when we're confident in that information. Then, you if you doubt, if you doubt the, the credibility of the U.S. government, of the British government, uh, of other governments, and want to 
you know, find uh, solace and in information that uh, the Russians solace? are putting out. Uh, that is uh, <laughs> that is for you to do. If you're not with us, you're against us. The Russian government is putting out, and, and what, John, do you, what is it supposed to be? Right, and then and then he just starts ignoring him and goes to the next question. I, yeah, if you want to be one of those dirty commie reds and listen to what the Russians are saying, then you're by all means go ahead. I mean, what well, a fucking needle dick that and guy. And then he is. he try he's he's totally backed into a corner and he tries to say that you know well, well you know we have sources and methods that we can't reveal. It's like we're not asking you to reveal your sources and methods. We're asking you to reveal the information, the, the information that you're saying. He's like, well, I already gave you the information. The information is that I just told you. Right. Just, just like, what a what a fucking child. This guy, this, and he knows what he's doing. He knows if he just runs out the clock long enough that he'll never have to, you know, re- right. refer to. Well, if you let me finish, I'll tell you what report says this. He never does that. He never says at any point what report he's referring to. Nope. No, yeah. and 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 the way this that information works, and they're 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 fucking totally happy to say, well, one of our one of our informants in the Russian government. Uh, leaked to us that there that that you know the 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 highest levels of of the the you know the Kremlin uh, propaganda department is work like that's what he would say if they had an actual intel report on this because they're that there's nothing at all fucking you know that would burn a source from saying something like that but the reason he won't say that is because he knows he can't get away with a fucking whopper of a lie that big because they have nothing they're just making this up so he has to do this little fucking you know dance around it where he's like well I just told you. It's like with the evidence is I just told you I'm from the government and I told you. And it's like, if, if you doubt the validity of the U.S. government, it's like, yeah, I kind of do. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> right, right. And at least like, yeah, I, I remember when you told us Kabul would never fall. And I remember, you know, I, I, yeah, just f- good on fucking Matt Lee for just not taking that dickheads. Well, obvious and, and fucking for five minutes of just hearing him spin in circles trying to weasel his way out of answering the question it does move along pretty good because it's just like the the level of embarrassment that he's <laughs> willing to you know wade in is is just miraculous and, you know? it's, and it's the least we can do is make these fucking douchebag propaganda slides bully them bully right, these bully people them into quitting like they all do that's why they all that's why every press secretary fucking leaves after a year I mean, it, it's almost without fail. They they leave after a year or two because it's the most miserable job in the world because you have to lie for the biggest liars in the world. And you can't do and you can't have an original thought or give an original answer, even if you know oh, the answer. Yeah. And, and he, he's so bad at it, too. He's, he's very just, bad. He's like he, he, you know, if you want to say anything about Trump, he's a great fucking liar because he'll oh, just yeah, say yeah. anything and doesn't have any shame. So if you call him on it, he'll just be like, oh, well, next question. You know, just like hey, the Russians are building the space station, another space station. Like he'll just make something. He'll just start riffing right. on some, you know. Like, so he false- just overwhelms you with so many false statements that you're just your, your brain just stops working. <laughs> right. Which is a great liar. A great liar just has like no compunction. Terrible right. liar is a guy like Ned Price, who's constantly conflicted about what he's saying. He's trying to like a million a, tells he's too, trying, an trying to play video. a chess game. He's trying to play a game of chess here. Because he's so bad at lying. <laughs> right. And he's playing against a fucking grandmaster, a, wiz- a wizened old fucking actual, you know, AP journalist from, you know, when, when people actually did real journalism. And he's, you know, a fucking like a checkers player trying to keep up with this yeah, guy. It's I guarantee. Very funny to watch. He said his name's Mike Lee. 
Uh, Mike Lee, I believe. Yeah, Mike Lee is not gonna, not going to get Matt the Lee, Matt, Lee Matt Lee. Matt Lee is not going to get Leon Panetta's Lincoln Jefferson Award for Journalism anytime soon. <laughs> I'll tell no, you that. No. He might get a real award for journalism. I'm sure he's got you know quite a few, but like it, <laughs> yeah. it's just yeah. The the, the real again the real award from C- the CIA the real the real CIA award for journalism is a bullet. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh man, that that actually should be there. They should just give you a golden smelted bullet on a little little podium you know with a little guy holding it up yep. fucking here's your bullet you ask too many questions um <laughs> that yes, is a heart well, attack gun a golden I, I, smelted heart attack gun speaking fucking. speaking of you know just like giving out no information at all uh i wanted to mention um how uh, joe biden uh who ended the war in afghanistan is still bombing uh still carrying out a war in syria uh thought we were out of there no turns out um According to Associated Press, 13 civilians, including six children, killed following a U.S. raid in Syria. What, what does a raid even mean? Would you go and fucking steal panties from the sorority house? Like, what? what is... Hey, what there's is some terrorists raid? over there. We Really? What's, what's your source? Oh, trust me, dude. I saw them. Just just go blow that blow that compound up. Oh, you sure there's just, no, like, women yeah. or children there? Like, oh, uh, no. Uh, yeah, a raid fine. means they just kicked in the doors and shot everybody. That, right. That's that's a fucking cartel hit job. Extrajudicial, right extrajudicial, you know, mass murdering of of a you know a, a group of people that may or may not be enemy combatants, quote unquote. Um, and but oh, but you know, it it was all worth it because we got the leader of ICE. This is the the the, the, the amount the, the the way that Joe Biden is is exactly George W. Bush is fucking. It, it's so like nakedly obvious, like you know that Ned Price clip and. You know, this is exactly like when Bush would be like, well, we got Bin Laden's, you know, third in command. We got Bin Laden's driver, like in this latest rate, like this is just the shit that they do. Like, oh, we got the leader of ISIS. Like, oh, you really got the the guy that they 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 put as the figurehead of ISIS, you know, two months ago because you you, you blew up the yeah, last so, guy. So like, like, remember when they killed Saddam Hussein's two teenage grandsons? Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, they don't talk yeah. about that too much. No. So the subtitle here of the article was U.S. Special Operative, uh, I'm sorry, U.S. Special Operations Forces have conducted a large-scale counterterrorism raid in northwestern Syria in what the Pentagon said was a successful mission, a successful mission that killed six children. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, look, they should have had better fathers. Like, that's... that's so, what... so I read the article, and... Again, it's like, what did they do? What 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 made it a successful mission? Well, the Pentagon provided no details on who was the target of the raid or if any enemies or civilians on the ground were killed or injured. Il, um, Idlib is home to several top Al-Qaeda operatives and other militant groups. Residents and activists in the area described witnessing a large ground assault with U.S. forces using loudspeakers asking women and children to leave the area. <laughs> oh you mean the al-qaeda groups in, in idlib that we've that we funded through the state department because they were the moderate rebels that drove out the uh, my question know. was did they, did they give those instructions to people to leave the area in english oh probably <laughs> probably yeah do you, you think you think fucking uh jim, jim bob from from arkansas knows how to speak uh farsi well they have like, translators but they anyway so where was i um they described the raid as the biggest operation since October 2019, killing of Islamic State group leader Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi. So again, what, what made it successful? You didn't even say what the mission was. Who'd you kill? Who didn't you kill? What was the purpose? I mean, it's like, 
was what was the purpose of the raid to kill 13 civilians apparently right successful successful <laughs> be, be thankful we didn't kill more be thankful we're not gonna you know, kill more of you it's but just, china but again, china human rights in china we got to worry about that that's a real you know right. mm, no, we're, we're mm. killing we're killing children on a weekly basis and you imagine if right china had aircraft carriers off the coast of california and was flying sorties <laughs> of fighter jets uh <laughs> on the on the edge of our airspace could you imagine oh, yeah, no, that we, we, we'd have a very rational response to that i'm sure you know Oh God! And, and again, it's just. But again, the fucking the the the, the Al Qaeda in fucking Syria is there because we fucking supported them in the fucking Syrian civil war. Like that's the whole reason they're still there is because we fucking gave them money, you know, enough to hold off the fucking Syrian military, you know, in this fucking, you know, basically the war we started with the Syrian government. Uh, where we were funding both sides of it, uh, the fucking Al Qaeda were the moderate rebels in fucking Syria. So now we're 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 doing raids on them because they have nothing else to do. They're just bored. The, the well, I'm just that happy area. that we're funding moderate rebels instead of um, absolving student debt or uh, following up on Joe Biden's promise my four to make free co- community college free. We are no longer doing that. Did you know that? <laughs> really big shocker i was i was i thought any day now they would kick that program into high gear i was waiting i was like oh man they you know he said he was gonna do it so obviously he's gonna do it any day now right uh, nope and he he decided to announce that it's no longer a priority and it's not gonna happen by making his wife go out and do it <laughs> you know joe biden who uh tells it like it is unless he's embarrassed and makes a woman go do it for him Oh, you mean Dr. Jill Biden, pandemic Dr. Expert, Jill Biden, not, who's not a medical doctor. Yes. Yeah. I don't even care Dr. about Jill- that, but it's so this was, this was like her big issue that she would go out and say, we're going to, we're going to make free community college happen. Although it had, it was going to be means tested free community college. Of course. Uh, of course. I mean, just say you're going to expand Pell Grants and get it over with. Come on. <laughs> we, we know that's what you want to say. Say the thing, Bart. Say the thing. So, a couple paragraphs. And they don't see it on your taxes when you file your taxes. It'll be a deduction from the refund you were supposed to get on your taxes. So, New York Times free community college is off the table, Jill Biden says. How oh, they didn't call her doctor in the headline. Uh-oh. Uh, in a speech on Monday, the first lady acknowledged that her signature legislative initiative is no longer in the Democrat spending bill. Why not? You have control of the White House and the house and the senate why why wouldn't you do that you got to vote if you want if you want these things you got to vote you got to vote, vote harder <laughs> we don't we don't have harder. a majority oh wait what's that we do oh well uh we don't have enough people that aren't republicans in the I, democratic party to yeah anyway i, I so, just see but just real quick as a quick sidebar do you does does everyone for, did everyone forget about the slow moving train that is the supreme court nominee that they're going to totally accidentally run the clock out on and then be like, oh, well, yeah, we can use it as a way to get people to turn on the midterms. And then they're going to lose the fucking Senate and just have a sitting duck Supreme Court with one less person on it. He's just going to forget to do it because he's fucking senile. He's going to be like, oh, I did. I did do what exactly? Right. Well, what's going to happen is we're going to get to November and, you know, nothing's going to happen because Joe Manchin or somebody will say, oh, well, I can't vote for this person. They're not bipartisan enough. And uh, we'll either end up with like a center right ghoul picked by Biden or they'll run the clock out and say, well, this is why you got to elect more Democrats. You got to give us a majority in the Senate so that we can put our Supreme court nominee, uh, you know, Supreme court nominee X, you know, who, whatever who's the guy who's retiring from the court. Breyer, Stephen Breyer. Breyer's. Yeah. I think there was an onion article that was like, uh, 
Coward Justice Breyers refuses to die in office. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. And uh, again, like it, it's just, you know, he waits till till almost, you know, time for midterms. He could have done this last year when everyone was telling him to and he was being a defiant little bitch about it. Um but now again, it's now they're going to be up against, you know, a time crunch and they're going to run the clock out and be like, "All right, well, we'll use this as a campaign thing." And then when they inevitably get wiped out because Joe Biden is massively unpopular and, you know, it just by every metric other than the fucking stock market america is in the shitter right now um they're gonna be like well what can we do we lost the senate you know we we you should have voted harder and then donald trump's gonna win in 2024 and appoint another fucking maniac fucking you know rapist right wing uh 45 year old uh black woman or something you know what whatever you know he he picks like i'm sure it'll be some fucking you know cheeky thing to get back at biden but then yeah, so then we'll have a seven to two conservative majority on the Supreme Court. That'll be you fun. Know, I mean, it, if, if you just just put Hillary Clinton on the court, just fucking do it. Just <laughs> she has to shut up though, because like you never you don't get to. Well, talk that's true. You know, you luckily, luck, luckily we would never hear from her again. That would be that would be amazing. <laughs> I, please, I, I I actually I think I'm in support of that idea since it's a fucking conservative nightmare anyway. The Supreme Court, you might as well just put somebody on there who we never have to see again. Um. <laughs> I still, I still really hope, it, just for the comedic value that he puts Kamala on the Supreme Court, because just oh, the comedic God. value alone of the of the K Hive trying to spin that as this amazing victory when they're just crying internal the, tears of like, yeah, it's like that's a, like a demotion. I don't know how they oh, can it's a major spin that. demotion. Oh, but they'd be like, oh, this is history. She's the first black woman on the Supreme like, Court. Like she already was the first black woman vice president. Like you <laughs> right. can't. You know, yeah, like he's the first black CEO, and now he's the first black middle manager at the same company. It's like, you know, <laughs> it's like what? What? Uh, you know, and, and I, th- I think I don't know if I said this on the show or I tweeted it, but it, it like right wing conspiracy theories and Aaron Aaron Sorkin form uh, <laughs> fan fiction. Aaron Sorkin yeah. fan fiction are indistinguishable from one another. <laughs> true, it's true. It's a nice. So I had some to read about uh, the this jill biden going out and basically saying it's it's all done we're not doing it but i don't think i'm gonna read it after all because there's nothing really funny to it it's just sad um she tackle little... a protester again that's, no no that's my favorite jill biden clip when 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 somebody actually well, tried to come up on stage and hold joe biden accountable she fucking tackled them off of the stage so this was from the new york times and they actually at the end of it talked about like the benefits of having free community college but then they end it with this line Critics of community college, of, of the community college plan had pointed to uh, high dropout rates and poor outcomes at some of the schools. Fewer than 40% of community college students earn a degree within six years. Like, so what? Did, right. They still went to school, didn't they? Like, if they don't show hey, up to maybe, class, you know, those numbers would like go up the, if, if you if, let people go. So you gave somebody a free class and then they didn't show up. Like they didn't learn anything. Therefore, there was no value. There was no transaction of value there. It's just they, the teacher got paid to teach the rest of the kids that did show up. That's all it is, right? It's like, well, we don't want to waste somebody, you know, educating someone that doesn't go on to get a degree. It's like, why? Are you afraid they might have gotten an education and didn't apply it to fucking capitalism? Like they just went to school and got like, you know, enriched their minds and their own lives and developed you know the neurons of their brain and we didn't get any fucking payment from it 
We didn't get any any economic boost out of all this education. This person, this person, just now is a better citizen and has a better view of the world and has. Right. has but they don't know. care about that because they view all uh, workers as you know, like factory machine, like machines in a factory. And it's like, why would you? put that 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 audio that that you know fucking itunes on that 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 computer that's supposed to operate the you know the drill press like that there's no reason need for that what are you what are you trying to enrich that fucking you know it, it's again it's like why why do anything to enrich you know uh, just just society in any way if it's not immediately benefiting the the mega fucking corporation that they're going to be working for and that's that's the way they view all workers so that's what my mom said i shared this with her and and i figured she'd have some kind of defense for biden she'd say something crazy like well you know we got a means test and you don't want to waste it but she she was uh on the same side as me on this one and she said something about like uh you know yeah and you know those 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 colleges just turned kids into leftists (laughs) so (laughs) like Uh, parroting the right wing argument against um college education so i was like all right good good one mom um you're like mom can i send you back for a few for a few years just to just to really ram home the uh well the... no i mean she she, she gets no, not that she's when... not smart but like did the, the just the, the actual leftism not the you know the elizabeth warren leftism i just have to remind her she used to be in a union and that's why she has really good health care and pension and uh has you know all the has a nice house and everything it's like right you know uh like hey hey you know how uh yeah that you you went out on strike like you refused to work in order to get the better wage and and health care that i had until i was 25 um like that's like where where is that <laughs> where is right. that version of my mother still so now right. she's good though i just have to you know like i said i gotta i gotta figure out how to frame things for her um you know if i had said to her back back when uh colin powell died I was when I, I said that to her, I, I didn't say, Oh, hey, did you hear that Colin Powell died? I said, Oh, hey, did you hear another war criminal died? And she was like, <laughs> she was like, Oh yeah, I heard Colin Powell. And I was like, God, got it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, she knows what to expect when, <laughs> when she's talking to you at this point about stuff. I like think that. so. I mean, this isn't new. I've had the same political views my whole adult life since I was probably about sixteen. So right. um, but you know, it's funny because her sister, my aunt uh is like way more on the left right and and the last time i was hanging out with the two of them at the same time was uh was during the democratic primary and Ooh. it was gosh who was it i think yeah my mom said something about supporting warren and my my aunt was just like like made this like like almost like a <laughs> like a hissing sound or a, like i don't know what it was but like, like yeah exasperation like a, a foot, sort of like, oh, like. <laughs> And she, but my aunt was just like, yeah, I don't trust anything Liz Warren says. And I was like, yes, <laughs> it's, uh, that's good. So. Does your aunt like identify as like a socialist or communist or she's uh, just, like, I don't know. Left? I mean, she's 85 years old. So oh, wow, that's even, that's even better though. That's, that's, that's cool. She's like an old school fucking leftist. Yeah. I think she's just, she was way more, um, just like she hated Hillary Clinton um just despised her and i think she just saw liz warren as like a a, a more gentle version of that essentially right. and and i'm you know i i think that she was definitely right about a lot of things in that sense but as far as like where her politics fall i i couldn't say exactly right. uh, i know she was a big bernie supporter so there there is that of course right 
you know, that was still what, 2019 ish. What year is it? When was the election? I don't remember anymore. I think it was about 15 years ago. And if, <laughs> if I remember correctly. Um, yeah. God, Jesus Christ. Yeah. You want to feel old back? To life the is eroding. Back to the future two took place in a year that's seven years ago. <laughs> You're right. You feel old yet? Right. Oh, no fucking flying cars and no colorful, you know, street gangs. Unless you no, but we've got self-driving cars that sometimes don't crash into people. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, just real quick. I, the funniest fucking thing I stumbled across. It, it, every, everything I read about a Tesla it just reads like it's a fucking Onion article. But apparently the new Teslas don't have uh, turn signals. They have no stocks whatsoever to like no turn indicators. And apparently it's based on like an ad, the computer. There's a computer algorithm that uh, I guess guesses what what you're doing. So like if you're making a left, you, like it, it, it senses that you're like approaching and slowing down as you approach this corner. And it, that it, uh, theoretically, that's how you uh, signal. But there's a way to override it. But you have to use the touchscreen to override it. So you have to oh, take your so attention away from the road. Driving. Yeah. As you make, and some, uh, and, and it, does, does Elon Musk know that you're supposed to signal before you start to turn? <laughs> you signal that you're going to turn ahead of time. And it's just so funny to watch the fucking. And I, and I think a lot of people are like, yeah, I think a lot of these Tesla apologists are, are just. It, it's the sunken cost fallacy where they just, you know, they spent a hundred thousand dollars on this fucking tin can uh, that that that's trying to kill them every time they get in it. And they can't just rationalize that in their head and just be like, man, I'm a fucking idiot. So they have to like be like, no, no, it's good. It just, you know, it needs a little tweaks around the like it's fine. I I, I don't think this car is that bad. Like and, and it's like literally people are posting videos where their Teslas won't open when it's cold outside because the door it's the the doorknob, it's it's recessed. You need to like put your thumbprint on it so that it pops out. <laughs> but it won't pop out if there's ice over it. So the so in the Tesla manual it says that you should gently punch the fucking door handle to break the ice off of it so that you oh can put God. your thumb on it. This is the official fucking and then I was reading another thing and these are all this is all real fucking you know, you can research this. This is all real shit that you know that happens with a Tesla. The doors also have like a push button uh like opening. They they open with with a push of a button. So if your car dies and you have no b- electrical power going to your car, you are trapped in your car. And the way you release it is that there's a manual door release hidden behind the little speaker panel, like in, in the bottom left hand of your, like your door, like, you know, where your speak, your car front car speaker is, you have to take the fucking grill off of the speaker. And there's a little thing in there that you have to gently pull. Oh my God. Careful to not rip out the speaker. Compo- like, like do you have to like prime the explosive bolts to blow the door off? Is that how it works? So, right. And and this is, and apparently also it's very hard to lift manually. It's very heavy without the actual hydraulics and the, in the so there's videos of people like imagine if your car's on fire, which, you know, as we know, a Tesla's happens quite often because it's a, giant fucking like incendiary oh, it just device. happened it was did you see the thing where this tesla burst into flames next yeah, to these the two other garage. much more expensive luxury cars that, that burned up with it right. just like oh i love i love when car and car violence takes out only other cars and no people <laughs> it's, just, it's um, just how fucking stupid you have to be and how it's just is so it funny to watch these to, to make a car with no turn signals how is it legal to make a car where the auto drive 
uh, breaks the law by not stopping at a stop sign. You know, how is um, having an automatic drive even legal in the first place? Again, we we've talked about this. It's like we, because we don't regulate anything new. It's it's like right. there's there's and, no regulation and, and, on new things. It's just oh, put it out there. It, and if it becomes too much of a problem, then we might do something about it later. It's like, why? And NHTSA, to their credit, came out the other day and said they're going to, they, 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 they forced Tesla to recall that auto, all the cars with that auto driving feature enabled in them uh, to disable that. And, I, you know, I'm sure Elon's going to try to take them to court over that. But they're like, you can't make a car who, that who breaks the law. NHTSA, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Hmm. Uh, so we do have regulatory agencies in this country. So, I mean, and, yeah, and, you know, they're they're mostly toothless, but they were like, this is even a bridge too far for us. You cannot make a car that breaks the law automatically as as programmed by a fucking human. Like, you can't do that. Like, you can't fucking do that. Um, so luckily, uh, that's being recalled. But again, I'm sure it's probably a voluntary recall, and you know, people yeah. figure out well, another way so around the, it. Yeah. Well, so the thing that they still, the thing that that these Teslas and the Google Car, or whatever the you know, all these autonomous vehicles, the thing they have the hardest time seeing is people on bicycles, and they keep hitting people on bicycles. And you know, you've seen the videos with the little just like randomly, the car just like swerves up onto the sidewalk, or like somebody's in the crosswalk and the car just starts turning and almost hits them anyway. And the person has to grab the wheel at the last second. And he's like, the, the car wasn't even supposed to turn there. It'll like try to turn into a media. I saw one video where it was like trying to turn into like a grassy medium because it misread, I guess the street or the Jeep, whatever it, I'm like, this, this is not ready for human use. Like what the fuck? And it doesn't need to be. What the fuck no. do we need this for? No, it, it's totally unnecessary. But like, even, even if you wanted to have this as a luxury item, this is not clearly not, like this, it, I don't understand how this ever was allowed to be put in a fucking vehicle. Like I don't. Right. Understand. So the the thing that they're now saying is that you know for for cyclists to stay safe, they're going to have to get some kind of a, oh, uh, some kind of like safety token that they put on their bike <laughs> that the the driverless cars will register that they exist. It's like if if you have to have a a, a homing beacon for the thing to know you're there, it cannot be allowed to operate in the real world. It can't see things, okay? If it can't see things, then it can't see a dog running out into the street or an old lady who just doesn't know that the car is coming. Or like a if kid it, if chasing it, a fucking bouncing ball into the street. Like, it's just, it, it's psychotic to put that on the fucking road. Like, right. it, it well, just, it's, I mean, if you think about it long enough, you realize that it's psychotic to put any car on the road. In, in the way that they're allowed to operate currently. Yeah, I mean, certainly in a residential area where there's, like, people, like, yeah, I mean, the, the, it, people don't even realize that these cars can't swerve. They can't, I mean, oh, well, they can swerve when they... <laughs> they can swerve into objects, inanimate they, objects. They can't but... swerve to avoid something it does see. It can only break. Right. Right. And right. I've, I'm sure if you have driven a car long enough, you have had situations where something entered your your you know the path right. you were on and you didn't have time to break and not hit them and you had to swerve right, right? well imagine a, ca a cars imagine if all cars couldn't swerve if something got in front of it it just had to either hit it or break and hope it breaked in time right and then you you leave the the morality of the decision of like am i going to kill the driver or am i going to kill the pedestrian up to a machine which has no morality and has and and is i'm sure programmed to uh you know protect the driver so it's just gonna ram you into remember when that um it was a it was a i think it was a google car driverless car a few the first 
the first person to get killed by a driverless car, right? And <laughs> Which amazing that that wasn't the last person to get killed by a driverless car, but yes, I do remember yeah. this. And it was the f- the first one, and the the car saw her and identified that she was an object, an obstacle in the street, and it decided to not break and to hit her anyway. So it wasn't that the 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 car's computer wasn't getting data to tell it that there was something there. It did. And it decided to keep going anyway and only applied the brakes after it detected that it hit something. So the computer knew it was going to hit something and chose to hit it anyway. Did they even figure out why, like why the computer did that? Was it just misprogrammed? Because because they're fucking stupid. Because we have this this fantasy that computers are somehow smarter than we are. And the, the, the best computer we can make is still dumber than a baby. Right? right. And it, it's right. just like you can't even play a fucking video game without it crashing and having glitches everywhere. And now you want to have it fucking, you know, that level of technology, you know, be in control of operating a 6,000 pound vehicle moving at speed. It's, we, it's, can't even, we can't even bring young Luke Skywalker back to life convincingly. And we think oh, it's going to be. That, that shit like, is so fucking. I don't even want to talk about that today. We no, talked about too much of that already. <laughs> uh but no yeah no it, it's 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 a fucking nightmare absolute nightmare um and there's only going to be more of them on the road so and you know. it's just it's this this techno girl techno bro mindset that like anything we can do with technology we should do we should do no and if it, it fails we just keep trying until it works right it, it's and just that, yeah, yeah i mean that's that's how we got fucking cars in the first place right like it, it was an advantage for a few people to have a car at first but now that everyone has one and everything's so spread out that you can't get to anything without it, there's no advantage to it anymore. It's just a thing that owns your life. You know, I work this shitty job living, you know, forever away from where I work and I spend half my income on just the means to get there and back. And whenever it breaks, it's another huge fucking chunk of money. It's it's like it, we, we just we you know, it's like like all the things that we have seen. Uh, right wingers claim or is like the the hallmark of a declining society you know like joe rogan's like well you know all these trans people it's just a sign of the collapse of society you know and it's just it's like you you realize at a certain point he just you know anything that he doesn't understand he tries to make sense of by saying well it's just a sign of the collapse of society you know that that kind of thing right um and it's it's like you know the the real things that I see that are not signs of the collapse of society, but are causing the collapse of society are just things like this, like overconsumption, like, like being dependent on technology that that's actually really harmful to us, you know, and runs on, on fuel that's destroying the planet or has a battery that's, you know, ha- can only be made from, you know, extremely polluting extraction process right. uh, and makes the car twice as heavy and twice as deadly. You know, it's like, it's just, it's like this shit. We could all be living in a, a you know, a, Oh what? An unextinguishable nightmare turns the fucking cars into the bad the the, the lithium in them. Yes. Yeah, where they put the fire out and then the fire catches on fire again because the battery is still so hot inside it. They have to like pick it up and lower it into a fucking tank of water. <laughs> right, and leave like, it you, there. Really? You got to do this. We're just making life harder for ourselves at this point. Technology is not automatically a thing that makes things better. No. You know, just just because we have nuclear bombs does not mean you have to fucking use them. Right, and they say, "Oh, well, if everybody country has a bunch of nuclear bombs, then no one will ever use them." Well, no one's done that yet, except for us. Um, <laughs> right, but on so a long you, enough you timeline, not use them because yeah, you know, 
a, a long enough timeline, it's going to happen. I mean, 40,000 fatalities just in this country alone from fucking cars, right? It's a million globally. And it, it's, again, like, I know some people say, oh, you can't ride a bike and get groceries, you know, all this shit. Of course you can. You just haven't thought about how to do it. It's really fucking easy if you think about it. I do it several times a week. Well, not so much in the winter because the roads are fucking shitty, but it's just, I don't know. If the government's not going to fucking do shit about climate change and trying to make things more equitable on the, on the streets, then they're not. <laughs> people have to do shit themselves, you know? If if only we were so lucky as to live in a communist country. Although, again, you know, China is still shitloads of, they import so much fucking oil from Russia and other but, countries. Right, but all it's, their it's problems incredible. are like the capitalist influence creeping in, the Western capital, you know, like that, all that mm-hmm. shit is in relations to, you know, our, our, our foothold, you know, the Westernization of China. Like none of that is, not to say that nothing they do is wrong, but like a, all of the, all of those things you could point to, the, the disgusting pollution from the industrialization is all so they can make shit to sell to us like that's what that's what that is you know that's the yeah i mean it is a big part of it but they also have had a a ton of uh you know not not capital growth when we talk about capital as money but capital growth is in like building new things um they've they've they have so many fucking people it's like they have nowhere to put them yeah and they've also you know they've been building you know cities for people that don't exist yet like entire cities just like building it because the building of things so when we talk about like capital you know urbanization there's there's that element to it too but um but that's kind of slowing down because they figured out they it's gonna that bubble will burst if they keep pushing it too far yeah but yeah it's i would like to have a country that engages in more things like central planning it'd be great if we had uh had been building a high-speed rail network in this country at the rate that China has. Uh, as of yet, we it's are on impossible. track. It's to... impossible. How could you do that in an area that's the same size as China? How could you right. do that? Yeah. China, I mean, which yeah. is the same size as the United States, um, if not smaller. Uh, but yeah, you know, it's it's crazy. I think we talked about this one time that um, they're going to build a high-speed rail between Houston and Dallas and it's set to open in the year 2048. Oh, wow. What a moonshot. What a, what a fucking yeah. moonshot. What was that, an hour drive? I don't even know. Maybe it's a couple more hours than that. But It's like a three-hour drive, and it would be great. <laughs> but but it's going to cost, I don't know, like $10 billion. Oh, yeah, right? that seems that seems like a... a, a... <laughs> Currently, though, they're spending something like $15 billion to add more highways around Dallas. Those will be ready in five years. Oh, of course. Yeah, so... It's just wonderful to live in a free country where we have so many more opportunities. I, I, I would love to know how much high-speed rail costs for the entire fucking country of China. I'm sure it was not significantly more. Uh, I tell you, it's a lot cheaper than highways oh, oh, and freeways. I, I just, <laughs> 72 billion yuan. Uh, let's see. That's 182 billion. Not yen. It says yuan. Is that is that? Just the way they spell yen, or is that a different currency? Yeah, that's it. Uh, let's see. That would be one hundred and twenty-two billion dollars. So how how many how, how many how much are we spending? Fifteen billion dollars on 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 rail between Houston and Dallas. Something like that. Yeah. So for less than ten times that, we could theoretically, if we did it the right way, 
at high speed rail through the entire landmass of the United States. <laughs> right. Well, they obviously don't have the automobile lobby in that country the way that we do. Um, but yeah, no, it's just we could we could do all these things. We have all the money to do these things, and we just we choose not to do it because um, we love cars here in America, and the companies that make those cars heavily lobby the government to make sure that we always have a lackluster transit system. I mean, I'm especially lucky to live here in Chicago where there is tons of transit. We've got multiple yeah. transit uh, systems here. You got the Metro, you got the L. Um, but still, it's just, it's like, it, they make it way too fucking easy to drive a car here. You know, so people do it. It should, yeah. it should cost, <laughs> it should be really fucking expensive to take a car into the city. Like it should cost $1,000 a day to drive a car into Manhattan. It should cost $10,000 a day. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, it, it's not, it's really not made. It, the, the amount of people fucking living in that city is just not made for people to be driving around, but it's, we're past the fucking Rubicon. I think on that one, unfortunately. <sighs> <sighs> but yeah. All right. Well, is there anything I, good. Do we have any good news? No, uh, no oh, good I news. saw that everything um, sucks. There's more, uh, more Starbucks are unionizing. Oh yeah. Fuck and yeah. it's, it's finally getting here. mainstream coverage, mainstream coverage, because apparently now, uh, Starbucks is trying to start firing all the people that are trying to form the unions. Like, you know, totally before legal. they can yeah. actually do the union vote, they're trying to fire the organizers and replace them. So they're, they're union busting. Right. Basically. Right. So. Right. Just total violation of labor laws, but they're going to do everything they can to throw lawyers at it, to get around it and to, run the clock out and make sure that nobody you know actually knows what they're doing in terms of like explaining why union is fucking good i mean again though if you're in one of these companies and like you don't understand that they're firing people and throwing millions and dollars millions and billions of dollars at preventing these unions uh is just them directly trying not to pay you more money like how fucking stupid are you like how do you not realize that that's what they're doing what do you think they're doing this to look out for you you fucking idiot like that's this is what they're doing like they're trying to not it it, it is worth hundreds of millions of dollars to them to not allow a union so how much money is being stolen from you on a fucking yearly basis if it's worth them paying hundreds of millions of dollars to not allow you to have a union just think about that that's- you get down to it and it'll be more money for them. They'll, they'll spend more money trying to block a union than it would be just to pay more to their employees. But the, you know, you, you'll Maybe finally in the short term. Right. But, the, but I think they think long-term, you know, it'll, it'll actually cost them I, money. Even then, even then long-term, I don't think that they, they don't even care about long-term. It's just a principle. It's all quarterly. Like, pro- it's all quarterly. It's all quarterly. That's shit. true. That's true. That's but true. when you get down to it, you'll find that like the CEO just at his core philosophically hates unions you right know, like the, like what's what's the um the crazy right winger that owns trader joe's who's like a climate change denier and it, like his oh. whole life he's like ranted against the unions like it's just it's fundamentally who they are that they hate Home the idea deal, yeah. of, of workers getting together and having more power or even just a little bit more power right like that, that's just like drives them crazy they hate that they hate the idea that like they can't control the company that the workers could control the company yeah dan bain is his name by the way his, his last name is bain <laughs> oh god he looks like such a dick like what a fucking like these just unremarkable fucking dweebs that get to run these companies it's really amazing but yeah anyway and the guy the guy who the ceo of home depot wrote a book about capitalism i think 
trying, I'm trying to find the title. It, it was hilarious. Was it a critique of capitalism, or was he? Uh... Um, I, you know, I'm not really sure, but the the title of the book is uh, "I Love Capitalism: An American Story" by Kang Lango, <laughs> co-founder of Home Depot. So it's really unclear. I'm not really sure, but I'm sure it's, oh, a, it's a measured uh, approach to capitalism. It's, it reminds me of a book I saw a long time ago. It was written by this a former five-star general and it was it was uh called why i love guns oh no was it it was it why i love god football and the iraq war i saw oh my god i think we talked about the other podcast how fucking hilarious that yeah actual yeah. Book title was yeah and then later on after the iraq war uh didn't go so well they changed the title of the book to something else i don't remember <laughs> what it was i don't have it in front of me but it was i was just like god football and killing brown people what is more american than that <laughs> nothing nothing is more american than that except for uh crazy anti-chinese propaganda during the olympics well on that note uh let's yeah i think we pretty much touched everything we wanted to touch on this week but um yeah if you want to support the show rate and view bleh. <laughs> fucking tired rate review and subscribe uh wherever you get your podcasts Follow us on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash move left, facebook.com slash move left idiots. I am on Twitter at move underscore left. So I got distracted. I'm at Bike Slutty on Twitter. <laughs> we'll see you next week, everybody. <laughs>